Welcome to Almost 30. This is a mini-sode hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Yeah, like I just word vomit. I'm just weird. Yeah. I just talk, like talk and talk, and I'm like, da da da, I make people uncomfortable. Like Harold? Yep. It's a perfect example. He's like... But him, <laughs> he, he likes it. He's smiling. Oh, yeah, he'll, he loves it. He's oh. just one of those, like, innately kind of, like, whatever. Shit blows. Eeyore. He's total Eeyore. He's Eeyore. His yeah. posture, man. I'm like, Harold, we need to. I know. I'm like, what are you watching, Harold? He's watching nothing. He's watching security cameras. He's, like, watching you. I was like, that was creepy. <laughs> I know. But then I asked him where he lived. Yep, equally creepy. Are you recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What's <laughs> up? Sa. Yo, I think Steve's gonna find his soulmate through almost thirty. Me being too. Almost thirty. Once, once I put my music on, I think there's two Yo. tracks. My two favorite tracks like really coincide with what. Uh, what are she they was talking about? What do you today. mean? No, they're just for me. One of them's called "All in Your Head" or "All in the Head and in Your Hands," and it's all just like when I thought of that like phrase, it was just like. For me, on my worst enemy type mm. deal. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's all in my head and in my hands to totally. fucking do whatever I want. And I listened like, to an, a podcast interview that. with Jewel. You know, the yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "These hands are small, I know." And she was talking about how your hands are acting out against what your brain is doing. So if you are nervous, you are touching stuff. You are your hands in your pockets. Like your hands are kind of like just a, a way for your self to communicate how you're feeling so if you're kind of moving them around if you're always like i'm always playing with stuff i'm always kind of messing around it kind of shows how internally i'm kind of all over the place you know Mm -hmm. so it's like peaceful hands it's like a peaceful mind Mm. or if like you're always eating or if you're always like you know your hands are just like yes they're little soldiers of your brain so much sense isn't that weird i was like damn that's crazy soldiers of your brain i heard a theory i i I, I said that she didn't for the record but i heard a theory that that's you know you do you like walk around when you're on the phone a lot yeah Mm. i do yeah i heard a theory that um people do that because when you you can't like move your hands and talk to somebody when you're talking right right so you have to walk like your body's outlet to get rid of Mm. your energy really that's interesting is yours breaking up is it? Mine no, is. Okay. Mine is a little bit, but is I don't really? know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's just me. Um, okay, guys. Mini sewed today. We're so excited for our special guest, Steve. <laughs> Steve, our man. We were just chatting in the recording studio about making friends as an adult. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how do you make friends when you've moved cities or when you're growing up or it's like you don't have college, you don't have high school where you're in these like forced, forced. situations yeah, to talk to people mm-hmm. and be with people. So it's like how do you make friends when you're older? And how do you – I think what gets in our way is – like us judging the situation, like standing outside of it, like you just said, like, what do I do? Just go to a bar and like, like make friends with a dude and give him my number. Like, that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Not if it's like, yeah, this guy is like, we're best friends already. Which, yeah. It's happened to me before. Really? You've met friends at a bar? Not like, not in years, but like as like, a, you know, at an open mic night or I used mm-hmm. to work at a bar when I was 
like 18 through yeah. 21 and met a lot of people that way but it's because i worked there and they would become like regulars and then yeah but i grew up like going like knocking on my friends doors to come play with them, like you seeing did. if they can come play yeah and then, you like, need you know. to revisit that side yeah of you. Knock on or just like doors. being a child in the sense that like no hesitation uh-huh you kind of just put yourself out there. It's a little vulnerable. You might don't care about the outcome. Might get a right. no if they play or not. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> you're right. like, okay, yeah. Do you know? Answer my friends anyway. So and when you're little, Thank you have you. like such low standards. Yeah, I was about to say that. You like have zero standards for your friends. Like your friends are the fastest people at school. Like if they're fast runners, uh-huh. you're friends with them. Totally. Do you know? Like that's like all you care about is like how fast you are. You're like I'm yeah, the fastest at the school. When I was like, yeah. So true. But the the idea of like being for so long in college, in high school, being put in situations where you're forced to be friends with these people. And I say, I mean, you're forced, but you obviously Mm -hmm. become very close to Mm -hmm. them and develop a friendship. But it's kind of fucked up because then when you do like enter that time in your life when you're realizing you're not aligning with them, Mm -hmm. it like it puts you through so many and puts them if you're aware, I feel like it's an easier transition. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But one side's not going to understand, mm-hmm. you know? And like if you start making friends with new people in your new place, it's like a weird thing for other people to witness too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like Intricacies. soldiers involved. There's a lot of soldiers involved. <laughs> um, but I think like as you get older, I think so from being from Chicago and then moving to New York and then – um, now in LA, like how I've made friends or how I've like created relationships in three different cities has been like, you should normally know one person. Hopefully you know one person if you're moving and then like get to know their friends mm-hmm. and like do things like through you. That was like divine timing, but like find finding, following my bliss to what I love. So what mm-hmm. I love, what I loved, and this is, I sound like a tool bag when I keep talking about soul cycle was like loving and doing something I loved and then I found you you mm-hmm. know with Erica it was like Ryan who's one of my really good friends here her and Erica I reached out to them through blogging I saw their blog and I was like you have a tight blog like we should collab and now they're like one of my they're very close to me you know so it was a random yeah. reach out like let's meet up like you guys seem cool via social media and now we're friends so it's like through me it's like finding and following what I love to do blogging being creative or soul cycle and then finding those people that are already doing something like that and then getting to know them being friends with them yeah doing things you love and meeting Mm -hmm. people like you going to shows or whatever it is Mm -hmm. like for Steve it's doing mushrooms at Flogna yeah Yeah. (laughs) and people think I'm rolling but I was only on a very slight buzz You're like, it was basically just a salad. Yeah. It was closer to a microdose. Was everyone just like out of their minds? Um, no, not really. It was, you know, it's a day festival. Oh, okay. It looks like not people were camping there. I've definitely seen worse. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, it was really cool. It was like really refreshing to be at a festival like that because it was like a super chill like group of people. Like there's Erica Badu is playing. Oh, that's cool. Pretty Lights is playing. That. Um, all I the l- odd future dudes, and it was just like a pretty, pretty cool mix. It wasn't like a like festivals have gone like the EDM, you know, like little girls taking Molly yeah. for the first time and in their furry boots and tutus. Mm. Yeah, there wasn't really a lot of that, which you know that's cool too. You gotta have that, but because those people are like having life changing experiences, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it was super fucking awesome. And there was like space. Was there like space to party? That's yeah. what I like now. I like space in my music festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, space. yeah, I definitely. I mean, I kind of create space mm-hmm. just because I like. Just fart. Yeah, well, I totally. <laughs> if I have to fart, I let it rip. But um, <laughs> especially if there's some assholes by me. But no. <laughs> there's nothing more satisfying than farting and no one knows it's you uh-huh. and watching uh-huh. the reaction. In public, you're like, of oh, those shit, that is nasty. I just, I, I dance. Um, like, you know, if I'm getting down, if something like makes me dance, I get I get down. And so I that kind of creates. Pay money to watch you dance. That kind of creates. Dude, yes. people were fucking video. There were these stupid girls like videotaping me during pretty lights and their flash was on me. I'm like, get your fucking camera out of my face. Right. Really? Because they were like, dude, I was, it was, it was just, you know, I had to release some energy and that's how Hell I do it. Yeah. I go to shows and dance. I love that. That's so good. So that's where you find your bliss. Yes, yeah, totally. With people, meeting people like that too. I guess so, you know. But and it's cool, not like that, not it, those girls, but <laughs> yeah. If you, I've noticed, like teaching soul, mm-hmm. I'll have, like whether it's a writer mm-hmm. reach out to me, um, and some like not more aggressively aggressive is not the right term, but more like in a more forward fashion, mm-hmm. just be like, hey, like. I really connect with you in class. Like I would love to grab a juice Mm -hmm. or I work here and I, I love what you're doing and I would love to talk to you about X, Y, Z. And at first, like the whole social media, like contacting people through that, like freaked me out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's a little weird. Mm -hmm. But as I like start to learn about it, especially through you with blogging and it's Mm -hmm. just, it is about networking. It is about reaching out to people. Mm -hmm. And I honestly have met some of the most amazing people that way just saying yes yeah Yeah, sure I would love to meet you before class for a coffee and it's turned into like oh my god that's why you're in my life type of things not for opportunities it's more just like they're like your little angels coming to you Mm -hmm. you're like oh my god okay you're making me feel this certain way about myself and I see you like I'm also I feel like I'm helping them which is helping me Mm -hmm. sometimes totally Sometimes I feel like a therapist in like with the whole soul cycle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it becomes less about that mm-hmm. like clinical side. It's just a conversation and we become friends and cuz there's like a god thing when you're like a soul cycle instructor, you're kind of like the preacher. Yeah. So it's like weird yeah. at first you're like at first you're a human. and then like but you can totally read someone's energy. Mm-hmm. I've had very weird people. Mm. I'm been like, "Okay, like I have to I have to make boundaries, mm-hmm. but then there are some people that I'm like, oh my god, I'm, s- we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I just lost my train of thought about one thing I wanted to touch on, but let I'll me go know. Back to it. I think for blo- for blogging too, I think like once uh, every two weeks or probably three times a month, I meet up with blogger girls. Like, there's been a, a month ago, there was a girl that's in one of the blog groups I'm in. Her name is the Lifestyle Playbook, and. We've never talked. We've never done anything, but we've in the same realm. And she was in town, and we met up, and it was so fun. I had the best time with her. We'd never met. Like, it was just, like, a blast. Like, we were in Moon Joes talking to the workers for 45 minutes. She was 21. I love her so much. She was, like, the girl was like, how are you? She's like, I'm 21. And I was like, oh. I was like, what am I doing here? And, like, she's like, how old are you? I was like, 28. She's like, oh, my God, I had no idea. But we, like, had so much fun. It was, like, such a, like, like enlivening conversation. And then on the flip, I've met up with people that haven't – it's not bad, but I just – we both know that we're not the same. Mm -hmm, And it's kind of like, okay, 
you know, like we tried, like I'm whatever and it's still worth it, you know, mm-hmm. to do that or like God said, sometimes I'm like, like I've done that probably twice where I've been like, mm, that, that wasn't like so fun or I was just word vomiting the whole time because they like don't talk or I, you know, whatever. I was nervous and then we don't talk again, but still I've the majority of the times I'm like happy that I said yes yeah. to meeting someone or I reached out and like saw someone like Friday I had lunch with someone in a blogging community was in town. I'm like, yeah, let's meet up. It was great. It was like amazing. It was like, there's a friend now. And it know? takes, it takes effort, especially in yeah. this town. I think it takes yep. effort in general. Yep. And it takes, and it's going to be weird. And it's a willingness to be a little bit vulnerable. Mm-hmm. If you don't put yourself out there, if you don't talk about maybe things that are a little bit personal, you probably won't connect mm-hmm. with someone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Totally. Especially at the, this age. Maybe at like 20, you could talk about stupid shit and be like, oh my God, you're my best friend. Yeah, 100%. But now it's like, I want to know your story and I mm-hmm. want to know like what you're struggling with right now. I want to know your challenges. I want to know what your dreams are. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I'm going to connect with you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about like that surface stuff because mm-hmm. it's only going to take me to the surface mm-hmm. and I'm just not going to want to totally invest my time. Totally. Right. That's just a matter of cutting through all the shit and saying we are trying not to waste our time. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally t- time is precious. Mm-hmm. So following your bliss, going outside your comfort zone, saying yes, being vulnerable, being vulnerable, being letting yourself be uncomfortable mm. in a situation. You know, and kind of I always sometimes if I'm uncomfortable in a situation, like I always try I went to a hypnotherapist in New York and she taught me to like put my energy behind me. So like I'm a very energy forward person. Like if you meet me, you're like, whoa, like she's suffocating me. <laughs> but so I always like try and think. She's I'm like, yeah, uh, I feel that. Yeah. She literally <laughs> no, goes, no. she like asked, she's just like, we need to like move your energy back. But in meditation, you can like, you can control where your energy is. So by thinking about my energy, all the energy that's in front of me being behind me and giving someone space to be themselves around me, mm. it's like, that's something I always practice to like listen, ask questions, listening and asking questions. Like if you meet me, you're like, I'm an like interviewer. Like I only want to know about you. I want to talk about you. Like ask people questions, be interested in them. Like, mm-hmm. like <clears throat> learn about them. You know, it's not for you to like always be talking or always be kind of going through. Cause like you want to get to know someone and you want to have yeah. it be like good for both of you. I love that. Yeah. That's, That's so true. Listening, listening, mm. like listen to listen to people. Because most of the time, mm-hmm. people are just figuring out what to say next mm-hmm. and totally. not listening. Totally, and it's fresh. You can see them doing it. You're like, hundred percent. I should just stop talking now. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And then you know, you're like, okay, I yeah. probably won't hang with you or spend time with you. You know, it's or a you're pulling it's a stuff. very clear intention when they just want to say something about themselves and what they're doing and da da da. And you know, I did that, and I. It's like, mm-hmm. so the ego, yeah, gets in the way a little bit. You're like, Ugh. and it's hard, I think, as an adult. And I think that's the biggest point is that as an adult, it's like challenging. Like you're at, you're kind of just in your routine. So your routine is going to work and then your routine is, you know, doing whatever. So it's you kind of, you do if you want to have friends that are different or you want to make new friends as an adult, you have to go outside of that routine because with your routine, you're doing and seeing the same things and you're not going to get a different result out of going through the same routine. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to make sure to push yourself outside your comfort zone to meet new people um, and it'll be worth it. So true. Yeah. Can't be afraid. Can't be afraid. Nope. <laughs> To make those new friends. Um, when was the last time you went out, Steve, 
to meet people like actively like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna see who's hanging out here um, where do you hang out like subway you know I've been <laughs> moving towards like KFC <laughs> but uh like what's on Olympic no I usually like I usually just go out to I guess so I don't know what my intentions are like going out to a bar by myself because I do that like now that I'm single I do that quite often more yeah. than I did do you want to meet girls um, I guess that's my intention, but I'm also like, you know, kind of like cool on your own. Not well, yeah, obviously that, but like I'm also like a little shy at first. Like mm-hmm. I won't mm-hmm. necessarily initiate a conversation. I used to not, but now it's like easier. I just say whatever, and it's fine. And alcohol helps, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going. I'm not like going out looking for anything. I'm just kind of like, kind of putting myself out there and just mm-hmm. hanging around and seeing what. Observing, observing seeing what happens. And every time I go out, I end up like meeting somebody who's there at the bar and we end up like talking about cool shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And cool. And that's that. You know, the last time I went to a bar was this week and I met some girl who was like on vacation staying with her friends and her friends were like a couple and they were outside fighting for like two hours. Cool. What were they fighting about? Um, I don't know. Some weird that's shit. I don't know. Yeah, and like we just ended up kicking out at the bar drinking beers, and she's like, "Let me buy you drinks." And so I was oh, like, "No, cool. you can't buy me drinks." And then eventually, I let her buy me drinks. So it's like, um, but you know, she's from out of town, so it's not like, "All right, peace," you know. Yeah. But um, I'm also, you know, I just like, you know, I, I usually go to places that have, have like good beer specials because I'm kind of cheap. Like totally. I don't like paying nine dollars for a fucking uh-huh. shitty beer. Yeah. Uh, so you follow your bliss. Yeah, follow my bliss of <laughs> to the cheap beer, beer spot. Spot. Being yeah. a fucking cheap ass drunk, and uh, you know. Not really talking to people much. So. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I like this one because I feel yeah. like people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they like force themselves into situations. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone's going to the club. I'll go to the club. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you start doing things that you love? Mm-hmm. And you're going to meet some amazing like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And meeting and them okay, all over. And it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know. I'm all about the single hangouts now. Mm. I'm a huge one fan on one? of one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. I love a good one-on-one. I love a group, but I love, I really, really love one-on-ones lately. Oh, I love a one-on-one. You know, just get. I get quiet in a group. Mm. Which is interesting. I can't find oh. my voice. Really, it depends on what the group is. If I, yeah, if I'm like, if I have one person that is loud, I'm like, no. Yeah, if I have one person that supports me, I'm usually like, because mm. <laughs> I'm like the world supports me. Um, yeah, I love this one. So guys, Thanks. go outside, be vulnerable, follow your bliss, be open to it, make an effort, finding friends. Write that shit down. Yeah, write that shit down. Almost 30 nations should all hang out across the, <laughs> across the globe. We got stickers now. So. Yeah, we have bought badass stickers. So if you see our stickers on the poles um, all around LA, yeah. don't, these, like, don't take them down and Little logo them. stickers, yeah. I'll take them down. Take a picture of them, post it on Instagram, tag us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you money. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed our mini-sode. We have more coming at ya. We appreciate your support. Follow us at Almost30Podcast on Instagram. Our website, www.almost30podcast.com. Subscribe. 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 Rate and review on iTunes. And we'll kiss it's you on really, the lips. It's really important. Keeps us going. For selfish reasons. Yeah. And those have done it. We've really thankful. Yeah. Thank you so much for reviewing. We love you. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.